Hello, and welcome to the Onyx Pathcast. I'm your host again, and uh, this week. And with me, I have uh, my all of my colleagues, uh, starting with Dixie Cochran. Hi, what's your name? <laughs> oh, I'm Danielle. I thought I said that. You oh, did. well. Are you, are you really? <laughs> Danielle. Uh, my other colleague, Eddie. No, I'm Danielle. D- damn it. <laughs> damn it, Eddie. I'm Danielle. <laughs> We're all Danielle. Up in a Spartacus situation. <laughs> and last, but certainly not least, Matthew Dawkins. Daniel Dawkins. Did you say I suppose? Yes, don't you suppose? <laughs> I suppose. You should suppose at least once a day. Uh, you know, I suppose all day, every day. Really? That's probably a bit too much. You need to regulate your supposing. <laughs> your I No, my supposition's mm. are just rampant. Oof. Well, yeah. we're going back to the leaky doctor. tap again, aren't we? Yeah. Speaking of a leaky tap, I am my hand is leaking today. What? <laughs> that, you're not bad. supposed to have an orifice there. I'm not, and yet I do. I gotta go to the doctor, and I probably need stitches. Do you, um, you have stigmata? Like, what's happening? No, I got, um, I did something dumb and put my hand in my dog's mouth yesterday when he was hyped up, uh-huh. and he bit me, surprisingly. Um, the, like, shock. Cannot figure out why that would happen, and right. I thought last night, I was like, oh, it stopped bleeding, it's fine. Um, I put like a bandage on it, went to sleep, woke up this morning, took the bandage off, was, you know, recleaning it, uh, and letting it get some air. And as I was moving my hand around, like more blood started oozing out, not Mm -hmm. like, not like pouring, but like oozing. And I was like, huh, it shouldn't be bleeding anymore. (laughs) It's been, it's been nine hours. Well, (laughs) listeners, we hope you enjoy, uh, descriptions of body horror. (laughs) Because I mean, we're we talking about abyssals in this. I was going to say that is weirdly like on topic for abyssals sure. because their cast marks are like oozing open wounds. Yeah. So uh, uh, so yeah, we're 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 already on topic. Uh, speaking stuffer. of Danielle's dog stigmata, you suffer your art. I, I have to, I have to point out the kind of nerd I am is that uh, the comments about having an orifice in your hands I had to mute myself from laughing because I started thinking about Vampire Hunter D and since oh D, no. Uh, <laughs> I have a I little mouth now. For a few seconds, yeah. Yeah, I'm actually mm. going to the doctor to get teeth installed. Oh. See, that would be excellent. I'll be for that. There would be no point to having like a separating mouth hole in your in your hand unless you just wanted to suck up yogurt with it or something. I mean, imagine all the things I could taste with my hands. Is but, there a tongue right? in there as well? I guess if I'm putting teeth in it, I mean, I might it, as well it just make talk, it a whole mouth. And you need a tongue to talk, generally. Yeah. And lips, then. It can't just be a hole, otherwise <laughs> it, it may attempt to talk, but it's going to come across like and won't oh, sound very... It's a kind of negative attitude. You're not going to eat any kind of orifice in your hand, Dr. Dawkins. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I, I've got more than enough. Orifices? <laughs> yeah, yeah. In your hands? Um, <laughs> you don't want to know. It's, it's a living hell. They won't oh, shut up. Oh God! I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, you should be. You put them there. I did. Wow. I'm pretty sure the hole in my hand is not big enough for a mouth. I'll work on it. Mm-hmm. So, to be honest, if you're if holding your hand was big enough for a mouth, you probably should be not recording a podcast. You probably yeah, probably not. Yeah, yeah. I, I would not be able to put just a band aid over it. <laughs> right. 
I don't know. You know, you say that. There are people who, when caught in the midst of natural disasters, will get their camera out and start filming, even when the hurricane is whirling toward them. So I think that's different than having a giant gash in their hand and picking up the camera and recording. (laughs) Is it? I bet there is a certain subreddit. I'm sure there's some TikToker who's like recording their injury the moment it happens. Yeah. Whoa, look at this hand mouth. <laughs> We're making the- Abyssal's characters today. <laughs> ah, yes. This I is an going- involved process that will take most of the episode. <laughs> it sure will. <laughs> well, maybe we should get to it. Um, uh, yeah, so... Yes, we are making Abyssal's characters today in honor of the Abyssal's Indiegogo that is currently rocking along. And we, each of us are going to, I am going to kind of lead this thing and I I already have ideas for a character. So I'm just going to be like, yeah, I made this. Um, But we're all going to make characters for this occasion so that you can hear how character creation goes. I think there's some really cool stuff for Abyssal's that isn't in your like baseline solars. So um I mean, they're like the the dark goth solar because uh, they are their stolen uh, exaltations. But we'll get into that in a minute. The first thing that you need to do to create a character is have a concept and a cast. So the concept is kind of, you know, like you say, um, who you were and who you are now. So I want to say who you were before exaltation and who you are now because... The way that the Abyssals exalt, uh, based on the conversation that I had with Chaz and Elliot last week, uh, <laughs> is that they are you're you essentially you're dying, and on the brink of death, a spooky ghost comes to you and says, "I will let you live if you serve me." Um, here's this here's this really kind of actually a bad deal, uh, but you're dying, and so you take it. Uh, so. In step one, we're going to come up with a concept, a cast, and the spooky ghost, the Death Lord, who came and offered you that deal. Who do you serve? I have an idea. Okay, cool. Go, shoot. Uh, so I know that I, I often like to play, I guess, a contrast. The person who I was compared to who I am now when I'm looking at games like Wraith or Geist, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. this kind of thing. Uh, but I'm happy to play this one down the line and actually be a soldier uh, Mm -hmm, in in one of the many armies fighting across creation who was uh, abandoned during his army's retreat because he was too badly wounded to walk and uh, they couldn't stretch to carry him Uh, maybe he was just too lowly ranked and he saw the officers getting the uh, stretchers and so on and uh, so he was abandoned and so as he was dying there guts hanging out Mm -hmm. uh, Mm -hmm. that's when he was visited by a death lord who said uh, I bet you'd love to uh, thrust an axe blade into one of those generals generals skulls and I thought well yes yes I would Uh, are you going to help me do that and Death Lord said, I certainly will. And so I was born again. Born awesome. again in the cast of Dusk. Yes, a Dusk. All right. And which Death Lord came to you and, and said these, these beautiful words that you needed to hear in that very moment? Well, could you synopsize them for me and for the listeners, Danielle? Sure. 
Uh, oh no. Why is the bishop first? Us. The bishop of the word that is impronounceable. Uh, (laughs) I think it's Chalcedony is what we... uh, Either Chalcedony or Chalcedony. (laughs) Chalcedony. The bishop of the Chalcedony thurible. Why you're making your thuribles out of stones instead of metal, I don't know. Um, The the bishop is um, is kind of a, a cult leader who uh, teaches that annihilating embrace of the void is the only escape from the suffering of existence. So he, uh, he has disciples to him and they, he like essentially has this cult worshiping and kills people through the cult worshiping. And it's trying to spread his cult to everyone until everyone is dead and he oh. can destroy creation that way. Um, this sounds like a horror game. Uh, it it a little bit is yeah. <laughs> uh, welcome to the onyx path. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, so we then have the uh, the black heron, and they are uh, she is an assassin, um, and I think she is kind of um, using her death knights to do like. Uh, espionage kind of things as she like works to bring down creation through uh, like machinations. Mm-hmm. Um, we have the Dowager of the Irreverent Vulgate in Unrent Veils. <sighs> Having fun saying all these? Yes, I love it. Uh, <laughs> I think she's the, I think she's the, honestly, the most uh, extra despite what, despite. Chaz claiming that the Black Heron is only because the Black Heron has a second name, the, the Princess Magnificent with Lips of Coral, but still the Dowager of the Irreverent Vulgate in Unrent Veils is more of a mouthful to say. Mm. Uh, the Dowager is uh, a, a kind of a, a necromantic, uh, I mean, they're all a little necromantic, but she... Uh, <laughs> the she, really? Yeah, I know. Uh, she is more kind of like, ah, nightmare monsters and necromantic, you know, uh, cultists and witches who follow me. Great. Perfect. Uh, she doesn't really give her, de- her death knights instructions. Um, she just says, uh, go and take my horrors out into the world and destroy things. And if they get too rowdy, take them down. Okay, responsible mother. Or something, yes. Hmm. Uh, I and Seven Despairs is a, uh, again, a necromancer, a master of necromancy, and is creating, forging world-kiddling weapons and harnessing bleak forces that were never meant to be meddled with. They uh, do a lot of crafting things. Uh, Their death knights assist them in their workshop. Receive, retrieve exotic materials, esoteric knowledge, and lost wonders of the first age, and act as intermediaries to those wishing to obtain the eye's creations. Uh, the first and forsaken lion is a grim warlord who is imprisoned in cursed armor. Uh, his big thing is that he is just going to conquer creation um, with a with legions of undead soldiers. Um, 
his death knights are generals, spies, weaponsmiths, and saboteurs. The lover clad in the raiment of tears is... Uh, so the lover is kind of this, like, she takes individuals, she doesn't take groups, and she tries to corrupt them as much as possible. Um, she is the closest to the, uh, the kind of living um, in that she's, she's slowly, one by one, picking her kind of... Uh, victims and teaching them lessons people who are greedy people who are too attached people who have too many desires um her death knights share her cruel enlightenment with the living uh which led to the tear eaters and uh she they lead the tear eaters which is apparently uh a group of ancestor worship worshiping nomads and they subvert moral societies trying to bring corruption to them. Uh, the Mask of Winters is a spy master. He is a politician and plays with mortal princes, turning kingdoms and nations against each other and poisoning them from within. His death knights are ambassadors, generals, bureaucrats, and spies. Uh, the Silver Prince reigns over Skullstone Archipelago. He is trying to create his own empire as it were, and then use that empire to sub assimilate creation, um, you know, just essentially conquer the rest of uh, the rest of creation by making the best best society that there is. Um, and his death knights uh, live in royalty in Skullstone, serving him as diplomats, privateers, priests, and cultural luminaries. The Walker in Darkness. Uh, has an undead army. Let's see. What, what can I say about the, the walker in darkness? Um, he uses... Oh, that's a typo. Never mind. Uh, he uses them as mercenaries <laughs> to Wait, mortals. wait, wait. What does it say? My God. It, it should be them, and it's then. And I was like, uh, purveying then. And then it was like, gotcha, no, gotcha. purveying them as... Okay. <laughs> Um, his death knights lead his armies in war and fight as their champions. They, he, they collect on the death Lord's bargains and strike their own and speak on the walker's behalf in foreign courts. And so he kind of uses an, un, his undead army as mercenaries. Um, so those are your options. Honestly, for your, for you, Matthew, um, the walker might be good or the first and forsaken lion might be great. Yeah, I'm not going for any of them, but thank no, I'm gonna go for <laughs> I'm gonna go for the first and forsaken lion. Thank you very much, Danielle. Excellent. Uh cool. So uh Eddie, do you have a concept cast and of those lovely death death lords, have you You might need one? to repeat them for Eddie. I think he was away as well. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not repeating them. Could, could, could you post the first one again? I missed that. No. Yeah, can, um, can, you, can you please go through the last 10 minutes of the podcast and just loop it? <laughs> I'll just rewind. i just rewind. Listen again. It's fine. Um, uh, no, so the my... Bishop uh, of the Chalcedony Terrible. <laughs> Chalcedony. The, the, the Bishop of the, the Chiclet Terrible, yes. Um, Chiclet Terrible, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it's very chalky and not all flavorful. Um, <laughs> 
Uh, no, the idea I have is that um, uh, uh, I, I played someone who was an administrator in Thorns, um, okay. kind of a mid-level bureaucrat, um, and uh, he died during the Mask of Winter's invasion. Um, and it turned out that he had access to a whole lot of information. Um, and so he was given a chance to uh, serve the Mask of Winters as a as a bridges administrator, and then eventually evolved into a spy to get even more information because he was in a position to be able to uh, uh, acquire more information. So he started off as kind of a bureaucrat, but eventually he's become uh, an undead super spy. Oh, so you're going to be uh, daycast. Yeah, I mean daycast, um, and obviously Mask of Winters is because of, he's from Florence. Cool, sounds good. Dixie. Yeah. Uh, so my concept is that I was a performer and kind of minor occultist, but my mentor uh, took all of my achievements as his own. So when I died, I was a bastard. given... I know, right? He sucks. Uh, I was given the chance to surpass him in every way uh, by mm. the lover clad in the raiment of tears. And now I am a performance-heavy, occult-heavy, daybreak cast necromancer. I'm doing like big arm movements that are very cool and performative, but then I realize it's a podcast. So no one very can cool on video. I'm I'm I, I am I'm being I am I am performing as I'm talking, but I'm like oh, only my cats can see this and they're mildly confused by it. No, no, I I totally heard your arm movements. That's fine. Oh, okay, cool. It's cool. Cool. Thanks. <laughs> should, I just, should I just start calling you Yusuke now or uh, <laughs> uh and and so that we can show off more of uh character creation i will also just quickly make a character um i have a character who was literally a no one just like a farmer doing nothing um and but i picked up our like i picked a fight with somebody way more important than me and i did not do it in a way that was like hey you're my cabbages uh <laughs> Instead, my cabbages. <laughs> instead, I picked it in a very eloquent way, and uh, I impressed this person right before they murdered me, or tried to murder me. And in the moment, because you know it was happening in Skullstone, um, the Silver Prince was like, "Hey, that was pretty impressive," and offered me a place in his uh, court if I would serve him. And I was like. Yeah, sure. Better than literally anything else I have going on. <laughs> okay, nothing else on. That's fine. Yeah, and and I could stick it to this uh, bureaucrat who murdered me or tried to murder me. Uh, so I'm a moon shadow uh, of the Silver Prince. Nice. So now we talk about attributes. Um. Attributes are very, uh, if you're familiar with Exalted or literally any of the storytelling systems, um, you will recognize uh, your attributes as uh, three arenas, physical, social, and mental. Physical has dexterity, stamina, and strength. Social has appearance, charisma, and ma manipulation. And mental has intelligence, perception, and wits. Everything starts with one dot. Then you choose a primary, a secondary, and a tertiary. Uh, you get eight dots in your primary, six dots in your secondary, and four dots in your tertiary. At this point, um, you can't raise your attributes any above five. 
Well, I'm going to go physical, mental, social. Okay, that makes sense. Um, heavy on strength. Mm-hmm. Uh, five dots in it, I think. Cool. And I will. Uh, I'm not going to go through every single attribute, um, but just the highlights and lowlights. So strength is going to be my highest attribute by far, and manipulation I'm going to keep as a one dot so that I can uh, specialize at least a little in the social where I'm weakest. Yeah, I've gone obviously primarily social based on what I was talking about my character. Uh, so she's got pretty high appearance and charisma. Second is mental, uh, lots of intelligence and wits, a little bit of perception. And then since uh, physical is my final one, I put most of my dots in dexterity because uh, I figure as a dancer performer, she probably has a decent dexterity. Yeah. Uh, but I, I've left stamina at one dot and strength at two, but dex is four. Okay. So. That sounds great. Um, for me, I'm going uh, uh, intelligence, or sorry, uh, uh, mental, social, then physical. Um, so it's heavy on uh, perception, wits, four dots, and both of those, three dots, intelligence. Um, for my social, it's actually five manipulation, but only two dots in charisma and appearance because um, I'm seeing him as being fairly uh, plain looking, mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. but very deft at shifting conversations. Um, and then uh, for physical, um, just two dots in uh, strength, dexterity, and a few dots in stamina. So he's not great in a fight. I'm going to probably adjust that with abilities. Um, but more he's take a hit and keep standing. That's what you got charms for. Exactly. <laughs> All right. Um, and then for me, I'm going to do a social, mental, physical, um, and put a lot of dots into appearance and charisma with a little bit of manipulation and then, uh, kind of average out intelligence, perception, and wits really intelligence. I think is going to be my highest of those, um, at four. And then I'll put uh, a dot each in Perception and Wits. And then Physical, um, I'll put all my dots in Stamina. Fuck Dex and Strings. <laughs> right. Yes, it's, it's, it, I, I know the storytellers absolutely love when uh, they cannot make any, uh, inflict mm -hmm. any damage to player characters. I love, yeah, of course they love it. Yeah. <laughs> I pity whoever's running this game. Yeah, I've, I've noticed that in my Essence game I've been playing because uh, my character is really high soak and everything, and it's just like, does yes. that hit you? No. Yes. No, it doesn't. <laughs> All right. So you're going to choose five of the abilities associated with your cast as your cast abilities. So every cast has more than five. Uh, you're only going to pick five. Uh, so... Matthew, for you, Dusk, you have the options between archery, athletics, brawl, melee, resistance, ride, throne, and war. Yep, I am going for athletics, brawl, melee, resistance, and war. All right. Uh, Dixie, just because you show up next, daybreak, you have awareness, bureaucracy, craft, investigation, lore, medicine, occult, and sale. I chose bureaucracy, investigation, lore, occult, and sale. Because sale is just kind of a fun one that doesn't come up as much. So why not? Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Eddie, for day, you have athletics, awareness, investigation, dodge, larceny, socialize, stealth, and survival. I took uh, awareness, investigation, socialize, stealth, and survival. Okay. Uh, and then for moonshadow, I have bureaucracy, integrity, linguistics, occult, 
presence, ride, sailed, and socialize. Uh, I'm going to go with integrity, linguistics, presence, ride, and socialize. Be shit at ride because I have no decks, but whatever. Okay. Now you pick five abilities of your choice outside of cast uh, abilities as your favored abilities. I already have mine. So just so you know, if you take Brawl, which you did, Matthew, um, it also makes martial arts a cast ability. Okie dokie. I don't see my character as much of a martial artist, more of a a lot of swinger, but sure. A, a lot of the uh, martial arts that are not like a skill or sorry, an ability um, use like weapons, but yeah. sometimes need your martial arts ability to do things with them. Oh, so. Okay. Okay. Yeah, like, um, once again, my essence character is using a giant-ass gourmal, but she's technically using martial arts because of Hungry Ghost style, mm -hmm. which is very Ooh. cool. <laughs> it, just, it just sounds cool. Also, it's from Pillars of Creation, in case anybody's listening and wonders why they, I have access to that. <laughs> I get special privileges sometimes. Ooh. <laughs> All right. Um, well, I'm, I'm ignoring the suggestion. Oh, okay. Uh, well, you don't, uh, you don't need it. Uh, I'm going to go, my favorite abilities are Integrity, Melee, again, uh, Resistance, Throne, because I quite like the idea of throwing big metal things as well, mm -hmm. uh, and War, again. Cool. Dixie? Yeah, uh, my favorite abilities are Athletics, uh, Linguistics. Performance, presence, and socialize. All right. Eddie. Um, I took Brawl and, of course, uh, martial arts with that. Um, uh, bureaucracy, dodge. I'm, I'm, I'm deconstructing from what I picked before. Um, uh, larceny and resistance. So I, picked, I ended up picking like, some of the other ones that were on my list. Mm -hmm. Kind of flush them out. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, I am going to pick up bureaucracy because everybody needs a little bureaucracy i'm also going to pick up craft um some dodge uh some resistance and i guess i should have some kind of uh attacky skill so i'm going to pick up archery there you go now we're going to choose one of your cast abilities so not a favorite ability but a cast ability as your apocalyptic ability Just pick one of them, whichever one you fancy the most, and you can learn charms of your apocalyptic ability as though you had Essence 5. Nice. So I'm going to suggest, um, so, so there is a suggestion in like the, the and, and it's a good one, in character creation later that says, so you're going to get 28 dots to divide among your ability. Uh, each starts at zero and can't be raised above three. Mm -hmm. You need to spend bonus points to raise it above three. Um, each favored ability must have at least one dot assigned to it. Not, not cast abilities, but favored. So 
you can wait to, to divide your dots among your abilities until you start picking your charms so that you can make sure that you meet the ability requisites for the cool charms you like if you want to do that. If, if you have already, all of you have done the assignment and looked at your charms already um, and decided on some of them at least or which abilities you're, you're most interested in, um, <laughs> you can go ahead and assign your dots. But for the listeners, it might be worth it to choose your charms first and then make sure you have your dots and abilities to, uh, to be able to do the things you want to do with your charms. But you'll have 28 dots to distribute among your a billion abilities. I don't actually know how many there are. Literally a billion. It's a very Literally a billion. Sheet. It's it's a clunky sheet. This is some alternative bullshit. Sometimes <laughs> yeah. I sometimes I wonder if I'm a bit of a backwards role player. Because I um I completely get what you're saying about, you know, choose the powers and then sort of tailor your character to qualify them that's pretty much how i always tell people to make vampire characters you know mm -hmm. don't um don't go ahead buying disciplines you know that require empathy if you've got zero dots in empathy because you won't have much fun right but i am someone who i like to put my dots in abilities and then see what they qualify me for and, yeah same actually um, and it, I kind of like being directed by how I've constructed the character, if you see what I mean. Um, yeah. And I think either way is obviously perfectly valid. Um, but yeah, um, I, I uh, again, I won't go through every single ability that I've got, um, but I have most certainly specialized in, um, well, of course, the favored ones. Uh, each of my favored ones has got three dots. Um, well, uh, each of my uh, cast abilities has got uh, three, three dots. Sure. Um, All your favorite abilities need to have at least one. Yeah, yeah. So uh, you can expect me to be very heavy in the fields of brawling, melee, resistance, war, uh, athletics, and so on. And I am already eyeballing them as possible places to put bonus points to. Cool. Uh, have you? Did you pick your apocalyptic ability? Yes. Uh, most certainly melee. Melee, okay. All right, uh, Eddie. Um, my apocalyptic ability is investigation because uh, okay. I want to do some Sherlock, Sherlock Holmes bullshit. Sure, yeah. Um, and uh, much like Matthew, most of my stuff has three dots. Um, I went a little lighter in the kind of larceny stealth survival area, and I actually don't have much in martial arts right now. Um, uh, because I want to. That's something I think. I want to grow into. Um, so when I focus on the investigation, a little more kind of uh, uh, old school spy in terms of blank person that just quietly can simply gets information to grow into the more James Bond ninja style spy stuff. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, cool. Uh, a Dixie. Yeah. Uh, so I put... I, I leaned heavily into cast and favorite abilities, obviously. Uh, so got three dots in bureaucracy, linguistics, cult, performance, presence. I will be raising my occult and performance probably with bonus points. Um, once we get to that step, and my apocalyptic ability is occult. Cool. I am not spending my dots yet, but I will probably spend a lot in linguistics because I am picking that as my apocalyptic ability. 
And we can assume I'll spend at least five on my favorite abilities. That's an interesting one. I like that. Yeah. I'm excited because there's some really cool stuff in linguistics. Yeah. I was looking at it a little bit for my character, but I'm going to look a little less at it now because if you're making an actual circle, I would let you do that. Yeah. 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 Cool. Uh, so the next thing we pick are merits. You get 10 dots in merits. And then uh, Abyssals in a Deathlord's service at character creation gains them as a three-dot mentor for free and distribute five additional dots among a set of merits based on that Deathlord. Matthew, uh, for the first and Forsaken Lion, you have Command uh, as a merit with zombies. Yes. Uh, you have Retainers, who are officers of the Legion Sanguinary and resources and you have five dots to spend among those uh dixie for the lover you have cult followers and resources eddie for the mask of winters you have contacts influence in thorns and resources and for me the silver prince uh i have backing influence in skullstone and resources cool. uh now for merits they're in to choose between where you have 10 dots are in chapter five uh, the question I have um, is uh, the five dots for our Death Lord, are those part of our ten? No, they're additional. Okay, so we have ten dots. We get three dots for free for being Death Lord. Then we get five dots amongst those three choices, and then ten dots to spend however we want. Yes. Wow, okay. So you get a three-dot mentor uh, that is your Death Lord, right. and, and, they, and you get three merits based on that death lord that you get to spend five dots among and then you get 10 dots of whatever merits you want um so there's a new merit in the chapter that is called whispers which is that you can get whispers from the neverborn once per session a character with whispers can pay one willpower to invoke one of the following benefits Introduce a fact about death, the undead, the underworld, or necromancy without requiring an applicable lore background, or add three or your essence if it's higher, non-charm dice if she has a, an applicable lore background. You can add the higher of your essence or three non-charm dice to any role to navigate the underworld or avoid perils of its terrain. Um, or on roles to understand the thoughts and passions of the dead. You can add the higher of essence or three necromantic motes towards a spell you're shaping. This is not com compatible with sorcery, only necromancy. Call on your whispers in a decision point as though they were major intimacy of nihilistic despair and enmity towards all living things. Or for characters with four dot whispers, a defining intimacy. Um, so this is once per session, uh, if you have the four dot version, so it's either a two dot or a four dot, uh, merit. If you have the four dot version, you can do this every day instead of once per session. Um, some charms have the whispers keyword, which will give you additional benefits. If you have, uh, this merit, uh, the drawback is that. This can overwhelm you. <laughs> Once per session, the storyteller may inflict either a uh, penalty equal to your whispers rating 
on a social or mental role or a minus one penalty to resolve or guile for just for a single like action a player can describe what alien and horrifying sensations or character experiences as part of a stunt. Yeah. And there are also merits in the core book that we're not, yeah. that we, we don't have in this book, uh, but they're kind of, if you're familiar with vampire and stuff, you're pretty familiar with them. <laughs> yeah. That, I mean, like the only exalted specific ones really are things like uh, Manson Domain and Hearthstone. And yeah. And, um, and, uh, and the artifacts. Yeah. But like past that, uh, you know, you can giant fast reflexes, identity memory contacts, backing, like all the stuff that you would kind of expect. And, and norm, and because, you know, this is a, supplement to the core third edition exalted book the merits are um in the core solar's book uh i say solar's book but it's the core book yeah uh, where solars are also found um the merits uh there are a couple of abyssal specific alterations mm -hmm. on existing merits mm -hmm. um so if you pick uh your lunar uh, mate. So if you have a lunar mate, it's always a five dot ally. Uh, most ghosts are one dot allies, especially powerful ones are three dot allies. Um, command abyssals may lead a battle group of zombies or war ghosts, which possess might one. Such battle groups cost an additional dot. Uh, a familiar. 1,000% taking an undead familiar. <laughs> yeah, you can take an undead animal as a familiar. This includes zombie animals, only if they still retain a spark of the animal's identity. Uh, and then retainers, ghost-blooded, and most ghosts are two-dot retainers, especially powerful ghosts may be a four-dot retainer. So essentially, you could take ghosts and undead bullshit uh, for all of your like social, I have somebody under my wing or whatever mm. uh, well i've uh, used my merit dots to top up the ones i gained as a result of my cast mm -hmm. uh so i'm deciding I'm, I'm gonna command a goddamn army of zombies cool. uh, and likewise bulking <laughs> out my retainers but beyond that in terms of the other three uh, the other um i guess six of my uh, ten I'm going to uh, pick up some contacts, probably soldiers with whom I once served, and okay. and I have also decided I'm going to buy a fuck-off great man. Uh, four dots, uh, if that's basically the equivalent of like a haven in Vampire. Um, I see it as being probably an abandoned uh, castle or keep. I probably murdered the person who was once there. Maybe he was my commanding officer once, and now it's almost utterly devoid of living people. I sit in it brooding alone, being completely incompatible with a party until these fine folks <laughs> recruit me because, you know, I've been looking for a good adventure to uh, stretch my legs on. All right. Uh, Eddie, do you have merit yes, I have, yet? I do have, I mean, I, I, I would like to think I have merit, but you know, that's up to other people's opinions. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, uh, but no, so I have, uh, uh, of my ones that I get from my, uh, Lord, um, I took three dots of contacts and two dots of thorns because to reflect the fact that he 
you know, again, knew a lot of people and worked mm-hmm. with a lot of people. Um, uh, and I picked up a couple dots of resources as well. Uh, and then going through, going through the main book, um, I kind of, again, focused on things that would help him to as, as a former admin moving into spy area. So I have things like eidetic memory and danger sense. Um, and then toxic toxin resistance because again he's a little sturdier than perhaps you would normally look. Okay, Ixie. Yeah, so I got my my you know mentor and all that. I put most of my dots from my uh, cast stuff into resources because uh, I figured that my character likes to throw some money around. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I took the four dot whispers because it sounds cool and thematic with a necromancer character. Sure, yeah. Uh, and then I took a three dot artifact and a three dot familiar, which I will define later. But I'm assuming the artifact is probably some kind of cool armor or weapon, obviously. And the familiar will be determined later. But it will be a cool undead, probably tiger, some other kind of like you know dangerous circusy animal. Okay. I thought that would be fun. <laughs> cool. Yes. Uh, okay. So for me, I am, of course, taking, um, I'm going to get my influence at three uh, in Skullstone because, you know, I've been working on that since the Death Lord raised me up. Um, and my backing at two, uh, I was a farmer and I think I eschew the concept of money. Uh, now that I, now that I just kind of get, stuff from my death lord fuck Um, capitalism yeah fuck capitalism um so for my other uh merits i'm picking up a four dot artifact i haven't decided what that artifact is yet but it will probably be um non a non-weapon artifact yeah same probably it's probably some kind of like silk armor or some other cool thing i would think of later yeah yeah um, I'm going to take a couple of languages uh, just to say that, you know, I'm uh, I'm a linguistic master, so I should have a couple of languages. Um, and then I can take natural immunity because it's, uh, you know, that's why I have so much stamina. I was a farmer. I'm I, hard for me to get sick and deal with bad afflictions. And see that. Is only like four, six, seven, eight, nine. I guess I can just get four languages and that works out. Yeah, that works out. Cool. Uh, so now the hardest part, honestly, is choosing charms because you get 15 of them. Yeah. <laughs> so I have a question because I, yes. I, I started filling these out a little bit because there are 15 of them and I figured I would go ahead and get a jump on it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so if a cult is my apocalyptic ability, yes. does that mean I can take up to Void Circle Necromancy at character creation? Um, as long as my occult is at five, which it will be with bonus points. So... Like, I, I would take all three, obviously. I, Ivory, Shadow, and Void. If you choose... Okay, so you may choose Martial Arts Charms or Evocations in place of Abyssal Charms. Mm-hmm. If you choose Ivory Circle Necromancy or Terrestrial Circle Sorcery as... A starting charm, you may also learn spells in place of charms. Right, exactly. So the charm chapter, you know, this is a great question for the developers, uh, <laughs> of which I am not, because well, I'm thinking, I'm, if I am running this game, I would say yes, because that's your, like, I'm apocalyptic. Mm-hmm. Um, but if... Um, 
let's see. What is the... Because it mean, does give even... me access to, like, all the spells character creation. Right. It, it's Which Ivory I think Circle. it's cool. So you're going to take Ivory Necromancy, Shadow Necromancy, and Void Necromancy. Mm-hmm. Um... Which the Abyssal may use Void Circles. She learns one Void Circle spell, mm-hmm. an additional control spell, and would shape one shaping ritual for free. And then you can use, yeah, because you need Essence 5 to get Void Circle Necromancy. And so, yeah, yeah. you pick it up because that's Excellent. an occult. It's, it's an occult thing. I am taking all of the spells. <laughs> yeah. Level one. Um, also, I, um, I don't have access to the spells chapter right now, for those who are listening. So I'm not going to be going through and picking a bunch of spells. Uh, I will happily go through and look at it before I post this character sheet somewhere so people can see what I actually ended up with. Oh, yeah. I um, I didn't realize that those were in a separate chapter. <laughs> yeah, Sorcery and Necromancy and Martial Arts are usually their own chapter. Like their own chapter. There's that's so many of them. <laughs> yeah, it makes sense. I, I could link it, but those take me too long. So, yeah. let's. Not just... worried about it. You can get to me later. Yeah. Okay, uh, so then let's uh, look at, uh, so we answered that question. So I, I don't know if people have like every charm they want to grab yet. Oh, I've got a fair idea. I'm, I'm getting pretty close actually, yeah. Well, I sure don't, but I'm the, I'm the one running this. So if I don't have them all, <laughs> that's fine. Yeah, you're an NPC who will die in the first session and we can all <laughs> grieve and then fight to, you know, no. because... Yeah, no, not <laughs> Farmer Joe. <laughs> Farmer Jane, come on. Uh, Joe Joe could apply to any gender. Yeah, Joe Joe can be. Yeah, it could, but, but then again, I, Jane, yeah, if your like name Jane is Joe. Jane. Well, that... Oh, okay. Uh, ah, yeah, well, I see, I see. Uh, see, <laughs> I, I couldn't hear you over the sounds of battle and you screaming out, please, someone help me. Um, none of us did, <laughs> and, and then, well, yeah, we can all, all we can do is hold you and say no, Farmer Joe, because we never learned your name. It's a bit cool. tragic, really. Um, either way, uh, I love the names of these. Uh, I, know, I think I say that every single time I look at a manuscript for Exalted. Um, names so are I'm, great, and I'm certainly going. Uh, well, I'm I'm splitting these. I'm not going entirely melee. I know I am going to be some big axe swinging maniac. Uh, so headsman's dread cleaver, elegant flowing deflection, and death well remembered. All 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 make sense to me. Uh, all building up to my apocalypse blade unbound. Uh, mm-hmm. Five essence, five melee. Uh, you know, and oblivion devours all, which is my four one because of my apocalyptic ability will allow that uh but i'm also looking at charms that are linked to things like resistance and war even a little bit of um uh sort of presency stuff i've got um i'm looking at uh, atrocity directing gesture which is just another wonderful (laughs) it's another name and uh forsaken legions general which i think works as i'm going for this uh, idea of a sort of zombie squad if not zombie army um i'm going for a corpse body resilience and agony savoring spirit um, but yeah, uh, again, I won't list every single one I'm going for because I know we will be here for a very long episode. But I have a certain focus, which is my character's home is on the battlefield. I am 
very much equipped for dealing out and resisting a great deal of harm. And I probably struggle a great deal in other situations, which, which to me is fun as a role player because uh, I don't want to be an all-rounder. I want to be someone who, you know, has to deal with flaws occasionally. And in this case, yeah, I'm the person you, you get in touch with when you want something deader than dead. Um, but when I've got to interact with the truly living, I'm probably quite shy even. Uh, not not just hostile, but yeah, meek around mm -hmm, healthy uh -huh. people. So yeah, yeah, I, I, I've definitely got a lean here, but uh, I'm, I'm happy with my selection. All right. Eddie, do you have some thoughts? Uh, yeah, I'm actually just, I was just counting. Oh, wait, oh, I, I can't actually have that one. I just realized I, I took a, took one that I don't have enough dots for, boo. Um, uh, but uh, as I originally discussed, um, uh, I have, I'm, I'm going some heavy Sherlock Holmes bullshit. Um, mm -hmm. So uh, a good chunk of them are investigation terms, like uh, crime unveiling wickedness. Um, uh, where you can seek out uh, uh, traces from a crime scene or, or a profile character action. Um, and then uh, uncanny detective practice. Turns out you have to choose a specific style of that, um, which is uh, uh, I've chosen the guilt-sensing eye, which enhances profile character roles. And so all of my other ones are kind of sliding that. So so less, even though I say the shotgun's bullshit, I'm actually going less, I study a crime scene and get all the information and more kind of, uh, almost uh, a Columbo style or a poker face style where I'm actually reading the people. Okay. Um, uh, so things like uh, malevolent motive, intuition, and then whispers of the vengeful dead, um, deception, piercing stare. Uh, and then I also uh, started looking through bureaucracy because one thing that I, continues to delight me about Exalted is that bureaucracy is like one of the best skills in the game somehow. <laughs> yes. Uh, and so, like, uh, I started with uh, calculated avarice understanding, um, which is basically just uh, I know when someone's trying to cheat me. Uh, and then um, uh, building up to eventually uh, subtle functionary ways, which is all about investigating organizations. <laughs> just like, or sorry, that's a, a, a traitor extirpating instinct. Um, so I could basically just uh, uh, start to lean on people inside of organizations and find the weak weaknesses in them which again feels great for a spy cool um and then i have uh, uh a couple of um other ones kind of of around there like i have uh, uh some uh brawls like a uh, killing fist technique um and i'm gonna also look into uh, uh dodges uh like um gracious gift of despair um to kind of just give me a little bit of uh um flitting shadow form to kind of give me a little bit of of combat capability but really it's going to be more ease myself into a scene um start talking to people finding out who i need to lean on to get the information i need okay cool uh dixie do you have any more thoughts other than all the fucking spells yeah i actually did take quite a few charms although you know whenever you pick charms for exalted it takes you like three days because you have to go through and pick read and every single yeah, yeah. ability and <laughs> yep so because I just have the charm chapter right now, I've picked a bunch of charms that would work with this character, um, sure. even though I would also probably have spells. 
Uh, so I've got the, the necromancies. I took a bunch of performance stuff, um, including morbid fas fascination style, uh, sanguine revel celebrant, okay. undying virtuoso okay. spirit. These are all very much just like they enhance various performance things. Uh, in presence, I took death's unholy visage, which makes you look creepy and undead to people. So, you know, it's an intimidation tactic. Okay. Um, and then I realized, because I can read, that um, <laughs> because, I, be, because I took the four dot whispers, there are quite a few uh, charms that make use of the whispers keyword. So I started searching specifically for those to see what they were. And because of that, I have taken exquisite etiquette style and howling silence meditation. Okay. Um, okay. Specifically, howling silence meditation is super cool because it, it's there just to like enhance um, whispers. And it's the first occult charm of the thing and it gives you uh all kinds of extra powers with 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 whispers which i think is cool so nice. i'm gonna lean into talking to the, talking to the uh neverborn as my character cool, cool cool uh cool um i for me I decided that i was going to buy really into uh linguistics and try to fill in the charm tree so that I could get all the way to Gospel of Oblivion, which would allow me to just rewrite people's major intimacies into despondence and death. Yeah, I read uh, that one. It looks horrible. It looks horrible. I love it. Um, and I ran across a, uh, a prerequisite charm that doesn't exist. Um, so I'm making note probably of that. Got renamed. It probably got renamed, but I don't know what it is. Um, so that takes up one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten of my charms, um, not including any of the prerequisites for the charm I couldn't find. Um, assuming that that charm doesn't have a whole list of prerequisites to it, or maybe got m removed all entirely, I don't know. Um, I'm going to pick five more charms. <laughs> um, so I am going to uh, take corpse body resilience because there's no reason to have five stamina without also having uh, lots of health levels to go with it. Yeah, that's a good point. Uh, that's basically my uh, essence liminal character. She has an ungodly yeah. amount of health levels. Uh, and then I'm going to take, um, you know, I had some other ideas for resistance uh charms just to be like a hundred percent unkillable as i like talk at people which i think is fucking hilarious um so i'm also picking up wound absorbing discipline uh which speeds my natural healing um and some uh deathless vigor renewal um which essentially allows me to uh roll a die to gain initiative uh, for successes after I've taken decisive damage, so just throw my initiative up in the in the air um, while while I'm being hit, um, and then so those three, and then I grabbed heart hardening technique uh, from socialize, um, and uh, I. Probably um, hidden barb intention from socialize as well, um, which just gives me some guile, and that's that's all fifteen because I took like ten linguistics charms. Which is awesome. I like how you're like the most eloquent 
poor farmer who ever existed. <laughs> well, death, yeah. death is eye-opening, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Well, I was eloquent before I died, and people just noticed me. I was noticed by senpai. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I love this I, idea, so we're going to continue just with it. <laughs> look down at the word file for charms. And like char- charms chapters tend to be about a, a like a hundred k generally. Yeah. yeah. That also means that I, I just glanced at it. And it's like page one sixty three of two ninety six, and I'm like, this is the kind of chapter that I hate editing because it feels like you never get through it. <laughs> like it feels yeah. like you you beat your head against it every day for like five days, and you're like, why am I still in the hundreds? Um. Because, yeah, you know, I like having cutoff points. <laughs> um, and then we then we move to probably what is m- one of my kind of favorite uh, character defining uh, thing, um, which is intimacies and limit trigger. So intimacies represent your abyssal's beliefs and relationships. Intimacies can represent motivations, religious beliefs, worldview, friends and enemies, morals idiosyncrasies, or other important parts of her life. Um, Many abyssals have ties towards their death lord, principles related to the chivalry of death, and ties to the living and the undead. There is no maximum on how many intimacies you may choose. Starting characters must have at least four intimacies, and one must be defining, one must be major. Likewise, at least one must be positive, and one must be negative. And then we can choose a limit trigger, which will ex- circumstance that exacerbate your great curse. Um, the great curse is in uh, chapter five with your other traits. Okay, I'll look up limit trigger real quick. Um, I, I do have my intimacies already. Okay. Um, so uh, uh, I just... Took a defining tie to my Death Lord, Mask of Winters. It seems like a pretty straightforward one. Um, I also took a minor tie to the City of Thorns, because my character clearly there's a lot of background and story there. Mm-hmm. Um, I also took two principles. Um, my minor principle is uh, information is more important than lives. Okay. Uh, and my other principle is the major principle is uh, truth is the first casualty. I think it's a nice uh, attention. Casualty. I love that. Yeah. It's the, um, I will do what I can to get information, but if I need to sacrifice something, the truth will always be the first thing I sacrifice. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I went for, I also have a defining tie to the first and forsaken lion. I then loaded up with principles. Um, The meek are always welcome in my keep. Uh, I will never serve another officer. I don't know if that works, but I think it. I think it does. Yeah, Um, no, that's yeah. And death outside of battle is worthless. Okay. Okay. Uh, How I would act on that, I'm not sure. I need to wrap my head around it, but I like the idea of it. I know it's a bit Klingon, but I still like the idea of it. Okay. Dixie? I always have trouble with these. I, I, I'm one of those people who likes to discover intimacies during play if possible. Sure. Uh, I know you've, that, you've, you've got to have four character creation. Yeah. Um, so I, I just went ahead with everybody else did a defining tie to the lover because um, I figure we're all a bunch of like Death Lord serving abyssals that get together for right. some reason. Exactly. 
Um, so far, I only have an, like one other one, which is uh, kill them with kindness because I think that she's very much the like seductress. Don't realize you're about to die until the very last second kind of character. I might even Ben Patel that. style. Yeah, I mean, I've I've also been hanging out with Astarion in Baldur's Gate three. Um, mm, <laughs> it's very much his style. Uh, so yeah, so that's 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 kind of what I'm going for with that. Yeah, very very, very like femme fatale. Don't realize the danger you're in situation. Um, past that, I probably have a tie to whatever my familiar would be. Uh, so mm -hmm. we're gonna just call mm -hmm. that tie. I, I have the tiger because I'm a nerd. Uh, <laughs> okay. Why not? <laughs> I like it. Yeah, that's fine. And then I think that my last one's going to be. I'm going to call it give them a show, which means like always be doing something worth looking at. So I'm kind of mm. the opposite of Eddie's character. <laughs> nice. No, that actually works out really well. Nice balance. Yeah, because I can I, I can distract people for you while you go find out all their secrets. Cool. Cool. Secrets. I am the I am the, the face character of this. I'm not the smartest character. That's probably Danielle, but I am the face. <laughs> um, so I have uh, as a major tie uh of of animosity towards the bureaucrat who tried to kill me uh i have a defining principle which is i will always win with my words or better put don't let me talk you will yeah. regret it i, I want to point out that i think that my kill them with kindness is going to be a like contempt based tie yeah like i don't really respect most people <laughs> yeah like most I non-abyssals uh, I have a tie to the Silver Prince, but it is not my defining thing just because I appreciate what he's done for me. So I, I am, it is a positive tie, but I don't, I'm not defined by him. Uh, and then I have another principle, which is written in blood, uh, which is just, or maybe signed in blood is a better Ooh, way to put it. Yeah, yeah that's nice. Uh, the limit, picking limit triggers is a, always a little weird for me uh, because I never, like, there's there's already limit triggers under the Great Curse. Um, and I don't remember how many you're supposed to pick. Oh, just one. Yeah. Also, Abyssal work a little differently with the Great Curse. Yeah, the Great Curse doesn't cause, like, a limit break. Instead, it causes, like, a weird bullshit to happen to you <laughs> bleak expiation yeah which wow. are i i will go ahead uh um <laughs> i will explain sort of each of these where uh you essentially you you get uh some some weird bullshit that happens to you when you kind of slough off limit after you hit your limit 10. So you essentially make a roll of your willpower. You lose limit equal to your successes, a minimum of one. So if you don't roll well, you'll just hit this limit again soon. Mm -hmm. um, and then you spend the success, the storyteller spends the successes to give uh, some bad juju to your character that just kind of hangs out with them forever. And those bad jujus can be blights, corruptions, stigmata, or thraldom. And they're either minor, which is two successes, uh, major, which would be three successes, or defining, which requires four successes. And like 
some of these, like some minor things are like, uh, you know, corruption imposes a, a negative tie to somebody, uh, or it weakens a tie of love, or you get uh, whispers for one session, but it's only the, the bad version. Um, <laughs> you know, stigmata at uh, defining. Uh, I love, I love the shadow one. So I much. love the one. It's your stigmata defining your shadow comes to life and uh, acts with a malevolent will of its own. Probably going to hunt you down and try to be you. Uh, sucks to be you. <laughs> no, don't um, be me. Also, one of them has your flesh just fall off of you so you're a skeletal horror until it slowly regrows yes uh, they're super gross i love them they're super gross the blight one is just you open a shadow land like right now uh as a defining blight um like it it, there's some really creepy bullshit that happens to you when you hit your limit uh which i i kind of really like um Mm -hmm. so yeah um i'm i'm all for uh, these, the, this like limit track as it is. Yeah, I quite like the idea of going for the uh, negative whispers one for me. The idea that, um, the, de- the dead soldiers in my head. Oh, yeah. Uh, so, I, so that's I, what I, happens when you, um, when you hit your limit. So, yeah. so yeah, that would be cool. Um, so a limit trigger, I don't know if we pick one of the uh, suggested or if we um, make up our own. So I was reading through in the Exalted book, and it seems like those, the way I'm reading it is those are in addition to one that you choose that's personal to you. Right. So there are certain things that are limit triggers just by the, the nature of being an abyssal. And then on top mm-hmm. of that, you have a specific limit trigger that, that that's for you. Right. So I mean, I, I I picked one for example. Um, if anyone actually references my my previous life, mm. um, which I think is both a good kind of spy limit trigger, but also a good undead limit trigger, like you know my true name kind of thing. That's actually one of the ones that's already an abyssal one. If okay, you well, to the name she... or otherwise acknowledge your your life, which I mean, I your guess if life. You're, you're acknowledging yeah. it, it be mentions it to you. Yeah, I I I. I yeah, that's fair. I mean, I I kind of read that a little bit differently, but uh, um, then I, I can like I can tweak it to uh, my you know. I'll, I'll, you're right. It is kind of hard to to think about that. I mean, for mine, I just went off the story I had before of my like you know mentor being a dick, and so for mine, it's being like willfully ignored, passed over, or betrayed. Mm. So like, if I if like someone intentionally ignores me, I'm like, mm, no, excuse me. I have performance five. <laughs> look at me. Pay attention to me. me. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, I, I realize I've infused this character with my big only child energy, <laughs> <laughs> but I'm okay with that. Uh, to go with the resentfulness, then I don't can't see a list of these myself, but um, uh, they're uh, in I, chapter five. Chapter five, are they? And yeah, uh, under the great curse, uh, there's a list. It's just three bullets of gaining limit. Uh, Okay. And then you come up with one that's personal to your character. Ah, I see, I see. Yes, well, I, in that case, my um, my preference is probably, uh, again, that idea of something that links to your past. Um, seeing a soldier in the uniform that I used to wear proudly. 
Mm. Um, if I have to interact with someone in a sort of pristine, clean uniform, like a sort of young, young man off to war sort of thing, um, it fills me with the dread and loathing and resentment that I had while I was laying there on the battlefield that that, that uh, a neatly, nicely pressed uniform was all for nothing. And that it means nothing when you're just lying dead in the mud. So, um, sends me into something of a spin. Um, cool, cool. And I, and I, I changed mine to, uh, uh, burning of scrolls and books. Mm. Okay. Yep. That makes sense. Ooh, yeah. If it's like, it's like you see someone like de- destroying knowledge. Exactly. Right. Mm-hmm. That's, that's really interesting. I like that. So I think for my character um, is going to be something like, <laughs> I, I was going to be like, when people interrupt me, um, but that I would just be leaking limit. On <laughs> 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 <Constantly. Especially laughs> podcast. I know. <laughs> so uh, let's make it a little more uh, pointed when someone I believe is beneath me interrupts me. There we go. Mm-hmm. So there we go. Uh, there's also bonus points to spend uh, rounding out your character, et cetera, et cetera. But the, at this point, we are uh, we're pretty much good to go, uh, which is great because we've hit an hour, a little what over it, an hour. What about our sober cave? The most important oh. part of making oh, an Oh, yes, your sober cave. <laughs> what, is your, what is your undead name? I was going to ask that. And then I was like, oh, man, we're at an hour. Uh, uh, so if, yes, if, if Neil Price were here, he would say it's not a name; it's a title. <laughs> but it's your so as an abyssal, you have taken your old name, your old life, and you have cast it into the void, and you have instead taken on uh, a title of a death knight. Um, what is uh, each of your uh, undead death knightly uh, nomenclature? Death knightly nomenclature. So um, these are the uh, for for listeners who aren't familiar. These are the overwrought abyssal names that everybody has loved forever about the abyssals, yeah, uh, yeah. which is where they can be you know several words starting with a definite article. Usually, you find a way to shorten it when you're actually in play, but your 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 full title is 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 generally very very gothic and wonderful. I have I have chosen the night singer waltzing with corpses clad in silk. Um, I have um, uh, the black and forgotten palimpsest. Oh, nice, nice, nice. I just went for the crude crack man of skulls. Man of skulls. All right. <laughs> uh, I went for a spoken word that cuts to the bone. Ooh. I love that. Would, would you go by spoken? Either that or bone. I'd probably go by night singer. Yeah. You can call me crude. Crude. <laughs> You're rude, crude I dude. Think you do. <laughs> I usually do. Excellent. Well, I can't believe we finished a character creation in a single episode. <laughs> yeah, it's great. It's awesome. The last couple of times we've made characters, it has definitely taken two episodes to do. <laughs> and I think it's kind of ironic that Exalted is the one that we managed to do in one episode, considering... You, you know, how- Exalted character creation... It- it takes a long time if you've never looked through the charms before. That's the longest part, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah. Of yeah, the k words. <laughs> yeah, um, but if you if you kind of have an idea of what your charms are going to be, or you know have a 
have a, like, I'm only going to work on this one ability, or I already kind of know what I'm looking for. Um, character creation is really fast. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I, I mean, it is a little ironic. I mean, I think some of it is, um, un- unlike some of these other ones, we did kind of do a little prep work on this, but uh, I'm talking a little, like, you know, we got the chapters ahead of time. Uh, at least I skim read them real quick. Um, but I mean, we were reading through stuff and whatnot. You're right. I mean, because there's a lot of choices and that takes up time, but also it's other specific words. Like, put your dots here. These are skills you get. Put your points in those skills. Uh, there, there's not a lot of, of, of deviation, right? It, 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 you're yep. right. It's, it's the charms that really are the big thing. And if you go in going, okay, you have a strong concept. I know I want a lot of, of combat terms. I know I want some, some things that, that really helps narrow your options. And then it becomes, okay, well then I want this charm. Here's all the prerequisites to get to that charm. Here's all yep. the prerequisites to get to that charm. Cool. I'm already up to 13. Let me grab a couple more and I'm done. Yeah. Well, yeah I let, uh, I let an essence five charm pick 10 charms for me. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. My, I mean, the, the necromancy stuff, obviously. <laughs> right. Was, that's pretty, pretty easy. Well, yeah. cool. All right. Sounds good. Okay. Well then, um, great. Thanks for listening. I really hope that if you enjoy this, you'll go and back, um, abyssals on Indiegogo. Just remember that Indiegogo takes your money instantly. So if there are any add-ons that you think you're going to want, go ahead and pledge now. Otherwise you have to like cancel your pledge and re-pledge, which is a pain in everybody's dick. So don't, don't like. <laughs> it's a pain in the dick. Officially. <laughs> password. <laughs> No, don't say that's official. It's just how D feels about it. Uh, <laughs> uh, also, beware that Indiegogo wants to take 5% of your pledge as a uh, tip to them. You can turn that off by clicking on the little drop down menu and saying, I'd like another number, and that number being zero. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, we did not know about that when the campaign went up. We are very sorry for anybody no, that had yeah. to refund and repledge. Uh, that is not something that was there last time we ran an Indiegogo campaign. Yeah. Uh, And we didn't really get like a big alert about it. So I super apologize. Yeah. Bit of a surprise. Yeah. It was a shock to all of us, uh, not just you. So, yeah. Uh, Cool. So if uh, Dixie, if anybody wants to check out uh, your character and talk to you about it, uh, you're the night singer who, fuck, dances (laughs) in darkness. Uh, The night singer who fucks in darkness? Wow. Wait, what? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> making this character weird uh, no. uh, the best place to find me is on the discord uh, as always I can be found on the Onyx Pathcast channel or we can hang out on the Abyssals channel whatever uh, but I'm Dixie Cyanite everywhere on social media cool uh, Eddie where can people talk to you about a palims- the palimpsest that's been writ in bone that's not what you said but it's what you are now I had to kind of go a little better um, uh, uh, you can you can talk to me about it on uh, the Onyx Path Discord. Uh, um, it, traditionally, the traditional way to talk to me is to post a Transformers meme that that usually does summon me. Yes. Um, uh, but uh, otherwise, uh, you can find me most anywhere if you look for Pug Steady. That's P U G S T E A D Y. Cool. And Matthew, where can people talk to you about Crudy McRudeface? Uh, they can talk to me about Crudy McRude face uh, by speaking into the portal that has formed in Danielle's palm. <laughs> <laughs>
And <laughs> if you can't access that because you're not in Texas, you can uh, reach me via the Onyx Bar Discord like everyone else and on MatthewDawkins.com. And as always, you can find me as uh, Impernius everywhere. And you can, uh, of course, find me on the Onyx Path Discord. I lurk there sometimes uh, in various different channels. So that's it for us. And as always, many worlds, one path